in your troubles a mountain in tax or accounting you go to cruise founders and friends it's cruise consulting founders and friends with your host scotty welcome to founders and friends podcast with scott orn at cruise consulting and today my very special guest is Ian White of Charthop. Welcome, Ian. Hey, Scott. Great to be here. Ah, thanks. Well, I'm a huge fan of your company. I'm so excited. Maybe you can just give everyone kind of the the quick retrace your career and how you had the idea for Charthop. Sure. So, you know, I've been building tech my whole life. Started programming because I wanted to make computer games for myself back in the day. I've been building uh, tech startups, primarily in New York City for, for a while now. Built some media tech uh, startups uh, many years ago. One of them was Business Insider, where I was the first head of engineering. I joined when we were probably seven or eight people and uh, built it into one of the one of the highest traffic websites in, in the world. And from there, I left BI to start a company called Sailthrough. And Sailthrough was a uh, personalized uh, marketing platform that we basically started with two founders. And we went from two people to 200 in less than three years. And for me, for, for my role as founding CTO, my responsibilities quickly changed, right? From what I had done previously of running a small team or helping us, you know, designing a system and helping a small group of engineers scale that system up. Suddenly, my, the challenge I faced was not scaling the technology but scaling the organization that we were, we were building. And uh, both, both of those companies had, uh, had positive outcomes. I was consulting and working with some different companies and I, I saw that large and small, everyone has this problem of the organizational management, the people yeah. management side of the business. We don't have great tools or technology to help do what's actually the most important thing. Uh, the only thing that's going to matter if you're building a, a, a business is actually going to be the success of the organization that you build, how you promote, how you level, how you, the roles you assign, how you build a hiring plan, how you compensate, how you build inclusion and equity across the organization. And there wasn't any great software to do it. Uh, so I, I basically went and built the thing that I wish I had had when I was scaling my previous companies. And uh, that's Charthop. And we've, uh, we, we, we launched it a, a couple of years ago, raised our seed round last year. And we, um, we just announced our series a uh, led by Andres Norowitz. Yeah. Congratulations. And you're right. Like the people side of it and the organizational side of it are really all that matters. And I really kind of appreciate that now. Like we're at 65 people, which is, I've, I've never run a company before cruise. Like I was always an investor. So like I got to live in the pie in the sky world and PowerPoint world and never actually had to like really do it. And now that I'm actually like running something, I realize how important it is. And my, like, I'm not sure if this is your guys' tagline or I made this up in my own head, but like chart hop brings clarity to the organizational structure. And it's like, when you start running something and it starts getting bigger, it's super important for like the executive team, but it's also super important for like the, the team members. So they know what's going on. They know who's reporting to who they know, like all the relationships. And I just, I'm just like, I mean, we're super lucky. We're probably your smallest customer. You like your, your services for much bigger companies than us, but we get to use it. 
And I'm just, I'm just so excited about it. It's, it's a real big step forward. I think it's important for everyone to understand one single view of the organization, right? Like every, every person who works at a company, big or small, should understand their role in it. If somebody emails them from around the globe, where does this person work? Who do they report to? What's their role and responsibility? That builds alignment and it builds transparency too. You'd be amazed how many companies like people either keep the org chart secret or or people literally don't know who works with who. And what we found is, you know, obviously our, our product is is great for executives, leaders, managers who are planning the organization. We do headcount yeah. planning and compensation planning and performance management and all these things. But the usage, the user activity, the people who log into the system, yes, executives log in the most, but up and down the entire organization, everybody wants to have better context, transparency, and access to information. And so especially now we're all working remote, you know, the the usage for companies that are, you know, now spread out around the world is is uh, is massive. We have just everyone from the CEO to summer interns logging in to chart up on a daily basis. I, I totally agree. And like, well, we can cover like the downside scenario of not using chart hop, but on like when, when you're, when people are logging in, I think the other thing, when I first got introduced to chart hop, I was thinking just like a simple, I was just like visualizing an org chart and that was cool. And that would be helpful. But also you guys load like a ton of information into like the, the kind of people inside the org chart. Do you want to kind of explain what it looks like and some of the functionality in the tool? Yeah. I mean, this is really where I started with it was, you know, back in my last companies, I would want to pull together information, whether it was even just literally understanding the growth of the engineering team from, you know, who was on the engineering team last year, how have they been promoted since then? How's their compensation changed? What does diversity or representation look like? All that information, we had it somewhere. It was usually in our HRIS or payroll system, but those systems are good at storing data. They're not really as good at giving, as a leader, giving you the information that you really need. So I was pulling all this information yeah. out of spreadsheets. And I had like, I had a million spreadsheets. I'd like, you know, a spreadsheet with a tab of this is what the team looked like in March. This is what the team looked like in April. And, you know, it's not only just inefficient to pull all this together. It's also not really how we think, right? When we're thinking about planning the organization, we think about org structure. We should think about it visually. That's why people spend so much time building the PowerPoints to, for the board decks that have that have the org chart on them, because this is how we, you know, we're visual we're visual creatures. This is how we think about things. So, the idea to be able to look at an org chart and not just see, not just see what department someone is in, but actually superimpose things like compensation or performance or who's a retention risk, or being able to see the diversity of the organization, being able to see not just how many women do we have in the in the organization or how many historically underrepresented groups, but how many do we have in leadership? How many do we have in management? Being able to visually see it tells this really powerful story. And in so many ways uh, across so many other 
you know, areas of the business, we've got all these great business visualizations for things like if I want to get a visualization of my servers, I can go into Datadog. Yeah. Yeah. But why don't I have the information at my fingertips to understand the organization I'm building and my people? So being able to pull from all these different systems and have one place that you can go and then slice and dice the data by any dimension is really, really powerful and actually empowering for our customers and our users. I love it. I, I couldn't agree more. And even like talking, once you get kind of the base visualization, you can see what's happening. The, the really cool thing about ChartOp too is you get like, you can run kind of cases like you can basically like sensitivity analysis or essentially like, Hey, what if we hired five people in this group? Or what if we've hired five people in that group? What does it do to our entire organization? What does it do to our stats? What does it do to our equity and diversity inclusion? Like these hypotheticals I think are really, really powerful. Cause again, like people default to spreadsheets for like planning, but that's not really how we really think. Like it's way easier to plan visually and run hypothetically visually. Does that make sense? Absolutely. The thing is, we think about why do we need information at all, right? Why, why do we need to know anything? It's so that we can help plan and forecast and make better decisions. This year has been, you know, sort of a poster child for why an annual plan is not sufficient planning. You need the ability yeah. to, you know, any annual plan for 2020 that was approved by the board at the, uh, you know, in December, 2019, basically got torn up by, by the end of Q1. So, <laughs> you know, the, so what companies need, what, what everyone needs is the ability to be able to plan flexibly, responsibly, and move to a continuous planning mode. And again, that, that to some degree comes back to the quality of the tools that we have at our disposal, right? If we've, you know, if it's a big pain, to go and fetch all this information and, 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 and model it and do what if scenarios, then the only team that's going to do it is the FPNA team. But if it's actually, yeah. you have one place and this was very core to the, the data model and the way I, I engineered chart hop from the beginning is to be able to, you know, in the code world, we have the idea of, of, of version control, right? You can branch in Git, you can create a mm -hmm. pull request which is a yep. set of changes that you're going to merge back against the, the primary code base. I wanted to create the same thing for organizational planning where being able to jump into a what if scenario, being able to say, what does it look like if we hire five more people? Or what does it look like if we give these 10 people this promotion? The act of doing that could be to take seconds to put together, not making it a big project, but actually putting the ability to ask and answer those questions in everyone's hands. So, uh, you know, I, I actually think we can transform the way organizations run through having a, a, a better way to plan and forecast and design their organization as they grow. Yeah, I totally agree. Anyone like me who's ever overhired <laughs> in the past didn't realize I was overhiring. <laughs> Two months later, this really resonates with because like we've done it. We messed up. We overhired. There's one time in like three years ago where we just totally overhired and it was so painful. And like if we would have had a better planning tool and really the secret for us, 
Again, we're accountants, so we're really good with numbers. We just didn't have a visualization tool to really kind of understand exactly what we were committing to. So that's huge. And then we didn't really talk about this that much, but the potential for miscommunication if people don't really know who they're working with or who they're reporting to is really profound. And it's not just like, it not doesn't just like cost money or time to explain, but it creates like a sense of unease in the team members. And you don't like the last thing you want people doing is like wondering if they're even talking to the right person or reporting to the right person or what's going, you know, like, does this person have authority? You just, it's just like, it's like table stakes, you know, any healthy, well-run organization should have that button down. And like Vanessa and I, I think I told you this, but like we vowed every time someone gets promoted at Cruise Consulting now, we are just going to show the org chart. So everyone clearly understands exactly what's happened and who they're reporting to because just those miscommunications can be, can, can really stink. It's not fun. Yeah. I think that was one of the, that was definitely one of the more important lessons for me as we grew, because it just, it's normal. It happens at a fast growing company. Everything is changing so quickly. Roles, responsibilities are changing and communicating, you know, as, as an executive, you, you have to repeat the same thing over and over. And that's really, really important to do because, you know, people need to hear things and sometimes you make a change. And if you don't communicate to every single person, every single stakeholder, why that change has happened, then it creates not only confusion and disalignment, but it can create a mistrust, right? Because often people, when they don't have information, they'll fill in the gaps with their own worst imaginings about what's really going on, right? If somebody leaves the company, let's say, and, you know, leadership isn't being transparent about that or sort of, you know, I see startups do this a lot of sort of, you know, wanting to kind of downplay that or or cover that up or run away from it, uh, then people, people distrust the motivations of, of, of what has actually happened. And it goes even more so for promotions, right? If people are being promoted, that's a, that's a moment actually to celebrate across the company yeah. And, yeah. and acknowledge. And sometimes through no fault of, of anyone's, uh, you know, no malicious intention, people just don't have that information communicated to where it should be. And by having a single place where, everyone's logging in, everyone's looking at the same view of the organization. If someone's manager changes, somebody's role changes, uh, that's visible. We actually very consciously surface uh, things like promotions on the dashboard of, of ChartHop. Uh, customers can t- configure that if they don't want to show them there, but being able to really see it ha- has really brought a, a whole amount of alignment. And, you know, because we work with small companies, we work with large companies, but so many of our customers are really in just hyper growth mode. We yeah. were looking at it yeah. and, you know, it, it felt like over the last couple of months, every, every other one of our customers was raising a hundred million dollar round. And <laughs> when, awesome. when uh, you're, when you're moving quickly, it becomes so much, so important to communicate, get everybody swimming and, and rowing in the same direction you know, the, and the importance of a, of a tool that provides that transparency to the organization only grows. I love it. I love it. And if I can even just add to that, even, especially in the remote kind of era that we're in right now, we're, we're totally remote. We're hundred percent remote. We have been for two years. 
we still have like a couple offices, but like that like sense of like, am I missing something? Do I not quite understand what's going on in our organization structure? It can be even worse in a remote structure. So I just think, I mean, I, I think you built, like you didn't know this was going to happen, obviously, two years ago when you started the company, but you built like the de facto tool Absolutely. for our new era. So no, I think that's that's exactly right on. In a remote or distributed environment, it becomes that much more important to have, like writing things down is important, right? And, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. Having, having a place that, that people can just check and look and understand and get information themselves, having those shared resources is so important. You know, one of our customers is Envision, which has been fully remote their, I, I think, their whole life. They initially signed up for us because they wanted to have an org chart, a place that everyone could come together and see the, the state of the organization. And what we found is they collectively use that tool that the CEO emailed me saying, hey, I actually use this. This has had a transformative impact on how I operate the business, even more so than any other SaaS tool we use. And wow. obviously, when we signed up, uh, you know, one of the larger remote organizations, we didn't expect that suddenly the lessons and learnings from that type of organization would be, become ones that everyone would have to use, uh, that yeah, everyone would have to rapidly learn that. But that's that's part of what's really driven our our growth post pandemic is it's just been it's become so clear that people need an organizational source of truth for the whole, the whole company. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't try to run a sales team without using Salesforce or something like Salesforce, but we've all been running our companies for many, many years without like that source of truth and place to go for our organizational structure and people. So I, I think you nailed it. This is going to be really awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it like Salesforce, when Salesforce first came into being, it was not, it was not necessarily some people thought they needed a, a CRM, right? Um, but now you would never think of operating uh, without, without yeah. it's the same thing with yeah. Startup. Once you have an org management platform and once you're used to having that alignment and transparency and visibility and access to data and ability to plan and forecast, uh, there's no going back. I think every company is going to wind up using a org management platform. And, and it's just, it's, it's a fundamental change because there's, we're now in a new world that there's no return to, to the, the previous normal. Yeah, for sure. And for those who don't know this, I think it's helpful. Chart hub syncs with your payroll provider. That's right. So like for us, we run on rippling. And so ChartHop pulls all of like the people in our payroll system into ChartHop and brings all that, all this visualization, single source of truth, all that stuff. But it's because people might be listening to this and not know that like you guys actually sync with like pretty much all the major payroll providers. Pretty much everything we've, uh, you know, we've got about 30 integrations, you know, everything from PEOs like Trinet up to, you know, yep. enterprise grade products like Workday uh, and everything in between. And not just payroll, right? We sync with Carta. We sync with Slack. We sync with the applicant tracking system like a greenhouse or a lever. We sync with Okta and G Suite, identity management. We really try to bring everything together so that within under an hour after signing up, 
you know, usually migrating HR systems is just this massive, massive undertaking. We try to make it really, really easy to be able to get started with ChartHop. And when you first see, you first see your org chart in this really visual way, the first time you can bring together total compensation in one place, because usually people are tracking, maybe they've got base pay in their payroll system. Maybe they've got, you know, the list of everybody's bonuses in the spreadsheet somewhere, and they've got Carta tracking their equity grants, being able to pull all that together to be able to get a total view of total compensation for every employee, and then being able to slice and dice that by anything from level, role, position, geography, or demographics uh, is really, really powerful. And there's sort of this magical moment when people first turn on these syncs with ChartHop. They're, they're like, how did I never have this before? It's so, so true. I have to say we are uh, a little... We're, we're a little undermanned in operations. So we, I, this, I'm looking forward to the Slack integration. Like you, you wouldn't believe, cause I think also people, it'll just make like that meeting super easy. And you just, you know, and you know exactly who you're talking to. You have all their background. Like I said, ChartHop loads like a lot of information on the person, which is super cool. There's something you, you also were just saying there about kind of demographics, understanding who's really working at the company. I think one of the coolest things is just your guys's commitment to the inclusion and, and diversity. We we've really strived for that since since day one, really. But I think there's some there's a someone a, a mentor of mine told me this you know a little piece of wisdom a long time ago. He said people you know from diverse backgrounds are not going to want to work at your company if you don't already have people from diverse backgrounds working there. They, they wanna make sure you've already made that commitment. And it's if they see people that look and sound like them, it's a lot easier to, to recruit more people like that. And I think this is one of the under, under kind of utilized things about Trotta, being able to visualize everyone, seeing everyone's faces, knowing exactly kind of who you have working at your company and being able to run reports on that. I think it's just gonna actually accelerate diversity at a lot of companies that maybe like want to do it, but maybe don't know how quite, or just need a little bit, like need a tool that make it a little bit easier for them. You know what I mean? I think that's right on, you know, a lot of companies in early days, maybe because the founder went to their initial network of, of people who they, they knew they'll, they can wind up maybe a really homogenous early group. And as a result, incurred diversity debt, right? You get to 20 people or 50 people or 100 people and start saying, oh, you know what? This company isn't very diverse. We now need to start looking for uh, people of color. We need to start looking for, you know, more women on our engineering team. And all of a sudden, you know, this becomes this, oh, we're going to scramble to do a big, a big initiative. But what you really want to do is think intentionally from the beginning mm -hmm. and look at your metrics understand where you are. Maybe you're not where you want to be, but really own those metrics. Take, not hire an outside consultant to tell you what your metrics are, but share those metrics, right? Put those in front of the board, put those in front of the employee base, help everybody understand where you are because what gets measured gets managed. And it's like anything else. If you sort of say, hey, you know, we have a diversity problem and we're gonna, we're gonna work on this, but then you don't actually share the numbers. You don't, you're not actually measuring your progress. That doesn't build a, a trust or a healthy environment 
or create a lot of accountability for solving the problem and, and ultimately doing what, what you want to do, which is build a better, more diverse team with, with more people from different backgrounds. Nobody likes to feel alone. Um, and I think anything that can help build a sense of belonging and inclusion is really something we're always, we're always shooting for. You know, we just rolled out a feature yesterday, actually, which came from a customer, which is being able to record your name and the pronunciation of your name. Oh, and, that's so smart. And that's you, so smart. And you can just play. You can just play it. And, you know, you, you think about someone who, who has a name that maybe gets mispronounced, especially in a remote environment where people are typing over Slack. It's actually really powerful to say, hey, this is, this is the way you say my name and, and give a, a way that people can, can share that. So we're always really thinking about that. And I think this year, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement, and there's just been a lot more awareness and uh, a willingness to confront issues in the tech industry. And companies are looking for the right way to approach these issues and a place to start is visualizing your organization, understanding the metrics and being able to track those metrics. And that's what we want to help with. I love it. And just to, to add to your, what gets measured gets improved or built upon. I, I agree with that so much, but you can actually create a lot of excitement. If you're, even if you're starting from a place where you're not diverse enough, but you've made that commitment and you start sharing the metrics and you start sharing the good news that you are hiring great people with diverse backgrounds and you and people can kind of see the growth curve of that single initiative it can become really empowering like everyone wants to join the winning team right and once people see that it's starting to bear fruit then they're more apt to join in help out introduce a friend spread the word you know so i just think there's so many good things that come from this transparency. I'm just, I'm really excited for you. And I'm really ex excited for the company because I think two or three years from now, we're going to be like replaying this podcast and be like, oh my God, listen to Ian talk when Charthop was, was still a relatively small company. And now they're just, you know, they're becoming the standard across the industry. So couldn't be more excited. There's one thing I want to just also cover, which I think is a pretty new feature for you, but something that resonates with us because we're, we're still doing it the old school way, which is performance reviews and compensation reviews. And maybe you can just spend a minute or two just kind of talking about that functionality. Cause I was telling you before you turn the mics on, like I'm an accountant, I should have a better way of doing this, but I'm still doing it in like Google sheets, not the best way. And then our performance reviews, we're kind of using like an Airtable combo instead of using like a real kind of rock solid system. So maybe maybe let the audience know what's possible with ChartHop on comp reviews and also performance reviews. Yeah, these are both processes that, you know, in a lot of cases been spreadsheets, Google Forms, Airtable. Some of the HRISs will have some bolt-on products for these. They're usually not a lot of fun to use. And then there's some vertical solutions that provide just performance or just compensation planning. Those tend to be systems that people don't really want to log into until the HR team tells them to, because it's not linked to their day-to-day. -day. It's not linked to all the other things that they're doing. So what we shot for with both our performance and our compensation products is that these things do not exist in silos. Performance is inextricable from compensation at a good company. They should be linked together and being able to understand data 
that you get back from performance and compensation review is really important. And we want to be able to have something that scales to small and large companies. We found that by being able to pull the data, being able to collect the data in this really flexible way. So we've accommodated all kinds of different use cases because of the flexibility of the platform. Any kinds of questions people want to ask, uh, whether it's continuous feedback or, or periodic feedback, we can then pull all that data and now you can slice and dice. What's your turnover rate look like for your top performers versus your bottom performers? Right. That's pretty cool. Like that's, really- that's a really, really important thing to measure, uh, you know, not just performance, not just turnover and not just the turnover that you've retroactively scored as regrettable, but ahead of time, who are your top performers? How are you compensating them? How well a job do you do at promoting them? And how well do you do at retaining them? Having that all in one system where in real time we can get feedback on all of that is really important. And obviously performance, compensation, both things that people tend to run, you know, like headcount planning, they tend to run in annual or periodic, maybe twice a year, maybe four times a year types of processes. By being able to make some of those processes continuous is really powerful. So for example, we have a one-on-one check-in, you can score how you're doing. This is all configurable by the way, but we can do a one to five rating on how you're doing. And then you can actually see on the org chart, actually visualize what areas, what pockets of the organization are struggling right now and which pockets of the organization are doing well. And then over time, as you're tracking metrics, you can tie feedback and performance to things like turnover, You can also slice and dice uh, by demographics, right? Let's make sure that we don't have bias, perhaps, in how performance ratings are being assigned between different groups. Let's make sure when we're doing compensation planning that we can plan not just base and equity, but also tie that to performance, tie that to levels. Um, Having all of this in one system is really, really powerful and actually can change the way people operate. And there haven't been many great attempts to pull all this together, which is why so many people resort to spreadsheets as workarounds for these processes. First of all, I didn't know you had the one-on-one scoring, which is so amazing. We actually, again, built like an Airtable tool to do that for us as a company, but we don't have it. It sits in a silo. Like we don't really have a way to mine that very easily. So that's really cool. But I think the other thing I'm hearing is that you're kind of constantly reinforcing that people can be using the tool in many different ways, but they're kind of in it. And I like that because especially for like the reviews and compensation stuff, people tend to use it like a couple times a year and they kind of like forget how to use it or they don't know how it works or they need a tutorial or whatever. And they just don't feel very comfortable. And that kind of lends itself to that sense of dread to doing reviews or doing compensation reviews. And so I like that. It's kind of like building a habit of like doing pushups every day. You know, like if I'm using chart hop every day for a bunch of other stuff, then when it comes time for the performance review, I know how the system works and I know I've been doing one-on-ones with it a bunch. And so it's just nice and easy. It just makes the whole process a lot better. It makes it so much more fluid. You know, what, what we keep kind of finding is, customers keep sort of 
because the, the system is designed in a really flexible way, you can build anything on top of, of, of Charthop. I think we've been called the, the Minecraft of HR software. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a compliment. So, you know, so, you know, if you right now go to your chart op account, you can install a, a bundle for an engagement survey uh, or for those one-on-one check-ins. Um, we've had people do COVID test tracking in the system. We've had, oh my God. We, like, you really can, anything that you might have done with a, a spreadsheet or a form, you can actually pull into ChartHop. And it, it, it's almost like this sort of low code type of experience for someone who doesn't know how to program and doesn't need to, to be able to build, be able to build whatever they need. You know, a lot of systems going and adding a new custom field and functionality can take, can take months being able to just go into chart hop, say, Hey, this is a, this is a survey, or this is a, something I want to measure and something I want to report on. And be able to put it together in minutes uh, is really, really powerful, and it just unlocks all these different use cases that, that that maybe I didn't even imagine when I started building the software. I certainly didn't build in a COVID nineteen module. That's really- yeah. I, the Minecraft analogy is so perfect, though, because it's it's. I mean, even look on this podcast, I'm discovering things that I didn't even know that I could do with it. That I'm I can't wait to do. So, well, I got I want to be respectful of your time. Thank you so much. Maybe you can let everyone know how they can reach out to you, how they can reach out to ChartHop, if someone's a potential customer, what channel do they go through? Maybe just give the background on that. Absolutely. Just go to charthop.com or follow us on Twitter. The handle's ChartHop. Or you can email me, ian at ChartHop. We're hiring, by the way. You know, We did just raise this Series A round, but we've, business has been accelerating in the last few months uh, because of the pandemic. And um, we're hiring in roles ranging from engineering to customer facing roles, support, marketing, really, you name it, take a look at our website. And we're, uh, we definitely are looking to expand the team. And we're very remote friendly, of course, because we use ChartHop. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm a happy customer. Now I've got a little bit of homework, but it's like good homework. (laughs) Implement. But Ian, thanks so much for your time. And uh, I really mean what I said about, I think we're going to look back like two years from now and, and just be like, holy smokes, what a, what a great moment for the company in a, in a tough time for everybody else. I think you're going to make, you're making a lot of people's lives a lot easier and just more fruitful at work and the work environment, like improving the work environment really just really helps people in so many different ways. So, so thanks for all you're doing. Also want to give a quick shout out to your support team at ChartHop. Just delightful people to work with. When I was syncing the rippling thing, I, <laughs> I accidentally, met, I didn't see a portion of my screen and they were so patient with me. The little code or number I needed was right there staring at me the whole time. And uh, so just delightful support team. Thank you so much. And, uh, and appreciate everything chart hops doing for cruise. Thanks so much. I'm, I'm glad we got a hoppy customer and um, yeah, I, I, I really appreciate that. The, the support and customer success team is fantastic. I think it's, it's, it's an important part of any, any SaaS product is not just that the product be great, but that the team behind it be, be great too. And uh, they really do great work with all our customers. I love it. All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Scott. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise. Founders and friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and friends.
Friends with your host, Scotty Scotty. Oh.